0: Officer Project Podcast, a show where we will discuss and learn together about topics specific to the American Fire Service. Come along as we explore areas such as firehouse traditions and culture, the fire family life, leadership, as well as getting yourself ready to be the company officer. This show is for everyone from the rookie firefighter to newly promoted officers. I'm your host, Mark McCurdy. Now let's get on with the show. Happy New Year 2024 to all you listeners out there, and uh, it's hard to believe it's already 2024, but Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all the stuff, even though it's past, but we're still in that cusp. Today is January 10th, so the cooling off period of it being a new year and everybody saying they're going to go to the gym and do all their resolutions, is it already there? Possibly, right? Hey, if not, keep it up. If you haven't started, keep it going too, so... To all those good things, Happy New Year 2024 seems funky. All of a sudden, it seems like it's really late in life, 2024, but maybe it's just because I think of things now that I wake up and it's a good day. Uh, Maybe a morbid look at things, but as you get older, that becomes a big deal, just waking up. It's pretty cool. So episode 20, it's been a minute since I had this. I even had this written out before Christmas. I have uh, when I write these notes out to kind of keep me on track. December 14th is when I wrote this Uh, good job self 30 days practically later it's just how it is right I've explained myself before and I don't need to keep going back saying that I'm just trying to fit this in but making things more of a priority uh, is big although family and and my primary job is always gonna win out first right but uh, squeezing this in when I can and taking it to the next level that I'll talk about at the end is is the plan so, as the title reads, a "Legacy." I kind of like drawing just these one-word titles out there because if we have some long-ass explanation, everybody's like, "Yeah, I get it. I can read the notes." Cool, but it also can be somewhat of a trap door when you put something like "legacy." Like that's a huge topic, and with this being episode twenty, my plan is a nice round number twenty episodes, somewhat right. Of me yakking by myself, putting out my opinion on things that half of you are probably going, This guy's full of crap and don't listen to. But I figured 20 episodes of kind of putting out some information. There's so much, right? There's so much information out there that we could keep going. But more importantly, as I listen and try to get myself better at how this is going to work, just having conversations with people throughout the country is big. In this past year, I've had phone conversations and FaceTime and Zoom meetings and just text messages and direct messages from people all over and a a ton, a ton of positive stuff. And I really, really appreciate that. But what I appreciate and notice the most is just the willingness and the fire service brotherhood that's out there nationwide. doesn't matter how big or small your department is, people just wanting to learn and get better. And that's a good positive thing. Um, trying to take it the other way and saying, oh, you're nerding out and all that. True. But it's okay to like the fire service. That's the tradition and legacy that we need to pass on. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. So legacy, just jump right in. And basically the bullet points I'm going to talk about is what kind of legacy do you want to leave? For the short stint, relatively short, right, 20, 30, 25 years, whatever you're doing, yeah, it's a long time, but when you look at your whole piece of life, like if I just look at my numbers, I plan on retiring at 55-ish, right, 55, gives me 30 years, I'm still pretty young, I'm gonna, that's why I'm trying to think, what am I going to do after the fire service, it can't be your whole identity the rest of your life, uh, and it probably shouldn't be, currently when you're in it, it shouldn't be your whole identity, but it is your identity to a degree, right, your family is more important. And all that, but they're also part of it. So embrace it, but no, it shouldn't be everything. And it depends on where you're at in your career. If you're brand new, not married, no kids, all that, it might be your whole life right now. And that's good. I was in that position too. But as you get older and things change and life evolves, depending on which path you take or want to take, the priorities change. Still, a very important right. Every time I go to work, we're at work. It's do the best we can. In the background, you're still building that legacy. Like, what are people going to say when you leave? Do you really care? Mm, I think we all care. People that say I don't care what people think, eh? They're full of crap. They may be better at not really caring as much as some other people. Yes, I agree. But I think all of us, deep down, have a little piece where we somewhat care what people think about us. If you had that solid, I don't give a crap mentality, that's pretty good. Uh, You know, but I don't want to get off track here. Well, my whole point is, is just legacy. Like, what are you leaving? What is your plan? I'll have a little challenge for you. Talk about a few things that's for the future for this year. And then that's it. Okay. So leaving your legacy, what is legacy? Like if you, you hear that term legacy and I'm not talking about legends, I'm going to talk about that in a second, but legacy, what is the definition? I go grab a dictionary or Google, whatever you like. Dictionary on Google? Hey, there we go. That's more what I actually did. And you look up the definition of legacy. A couple different meanings of what it can be. We also use it on a term when we talk about building construction and furniture and makeup of things in the fire service, especially when we're talking about structure fires and things like that. But just looking up in its simplest form, you can have a definition of something that is passed on. All right. Kind of makes sense. Look at another definition. It could be, uh, this is straight off of whatever website or whatever it was, as far as definitions, the total of your life experiences, beliefs, values, and traditions that are passed down from generation to generation. All right. A little more elaborate definition. Makes sense. Simple, I simple, another simple Angle to it would be something handed down from one generation to the next. All right, cool. We get the idea. And then you look at a person where you go, what was their legacy? What did they leave behind or what piece of them were part of them, ideas or concepts did they leave behind? And a lot of this stuff, right, is pretty universal. We don't have some outstanding stuff that we do on the West Coast, that the East Coast, that the Midwest does that's any different. Maybe the way it's executed, terminology, things like that. For the most part, the U.S. Fire Service is pretty uh, similar. It just depends on what arena you're in as well. Um, Federal, state, municipal, private. There's different angles. There's just tons of layers, but pretty similar. uh, Mission, idea. Um. So, we'll talk about legacy stuff here in a second, but I also said legend, legendary, good or bad, things that people do that can be legendary. But we hesitate to call ourselves a legend. Like, I don't know too many people that would say, I'm a legend. Nobody says that if they do. Holy blowhard. Can you imagine getting hammered if you said that, like you personally? It's already bad enough when you let people know in the firehouse what you don't like because you're going to get a broke off on you with stuff that all of a sudden I don't like blank and guess what's going to be showing up constantly, right? That's just part of that brotherhood and that firehouse mentality that I think I not think my opinion is should never go away. And people, some people can say, Oh, it leans into harassment or whatever. Stop, stop. No, it doesn't. The fire service is not going to change of what the mission of it is. It actually gets bigger, right? The realm that we're supposed to be responsible for. The overall goal will be the same. Now, people that we insert into tackle those tasks, that's changing. And I'm not here to talk about that because you can see what's going on. But the legacy part that you leave, the traditions, the legacy of what right looks like, Just that concept, that's going to be huge. And so we'll talk about that here. But when I say legends, like that's reserved for living legends. Ones that have gone in unfortunate circumstances, tied to the job or not. Uh, You know, you can't control life. Uh, You can be the best and do everything right on this job and still get killed. Off-duty or on-duty, you can be doing it right in life and just something happens. Yeah, been there, right? I think we have all can think back for a second and go, yeah. Whether it's growing up as a teenager and doing reckless stuff, close calls on the job, close calls off-duty, right? You kind of think back for a second when I say that. But when I get back on track with legends, those are reserved for those true badass firefighters that had that, what did they have? Like, what did they do as a person? Uh, What did they pass on? What did they do that makes them in that category? And when I say this stuff and you're listening, you probably have ones that pop in your head that are legendary to you. Now there's these ones, right? Like this arena is somewhat small, the fire service, but big at the same time. But how do we know somebody's name that works in a department that we never have met, uh, but we see a lot of it has to do with social media, which is good and bad, but mostly good, and those type ideas. 9 11 is probably the biggest, right? 9 11 is probably the biggest because it's been over 20 years now. Massive hit to the fire service, this particularly, obviously, one department. Ripple effect for, generation. That's huge. And that's how you know some of these names. Um, But you also have them in individual departments, legendary people on your job, in my department, in yours, in your future department. Say you're still waiting to get on the job or you're in the process, you're going to walk into something that was already uh, happened before you were there, but it's going to be a legacy and a story that's passed on. And this legendary status for some individuals that usually comes from positivity. Like, you don't hear legendary people that did some bad stuff, right? As far as in the fire service. Like, their tactics might have been, like, questionable. But we usually don't hold people up on a pedestal in the legendary status that were uh, in the negative. Everything's usually positive. So think about that. Like what legends are in your circle or influence or that you follow. So just because it just happened recently, uh, if you guys follow a much bigger podcast um, and whole program, a getting salty experience or getting salty, the FDNY guys that are retired that were actually somewhat of a motivation for me to do this myself. I'm not nearly as at their level. But just that, right? So recently, this is past few days ago, they had an episode where they are talking about uh, Patty Brown. So if you listen to any of my previous episodes earlier on this thing, and I talk about um, Captain Brown's brother, Mike, who wrote a book about the whole 9-11 experience and trying to find his brother without going too far into it, refer back to the other episodes that are specific to it at the beginning of my uh, adventure with this, so early episodes. And I always, in every episode, link the book, What Brothers Do. There's a link to it through Amazon. And I always will push reading that book. But over 20 years later from his death, Captain Brown's sister, the New York guys that host the show, and then a retired chief, Chief Jonas, talks about Patty's life. And that's after his death in 9-11, But prior to all that, when you listen to that episode, that's a straight-up legend. Even when he was living, right? So living legends, we hear that. He's one person, amazing job, and I know there's a lot of those people that exist. And and they're not all known, right? So, But going back to listen to that show, go back and listen to that and watch that episode. It's great. It it kind of re-energizes just the love for the fire service as well. Also, what we... I wouldn't say allowed, but what arena we work in or have the ability to help humanity is amazing. Now, he wasn't just a fire service legend. Outside of that massive amount of things that he did to make humanity and life better. Amongst all his struggles too that we all have, right? We don't walk around and think, if you look at Instagram, you would think everybody's happy all the time and everything's awesome based on how we post things. Now, some people are truthful, and they post their ups and downs, which is great. Um, I haven't even talked about my ups and downs really too, too much. I don't know that it's necessarily the platform to dump all my crap on here. One day, when I start talking and doing interviews with people that have to do with maybe mental health or just life in general, I'll touch on it, but that's not the place here. Uh, But anyways, check out that episode, Getting Salty Experience or Getting Salty Podcast with um, Captain Brown, his sister, Captain... uh, Chief Jonas, and just listening to how that works. Now, that's a straight legend. Side note, which is funky the rope rescue that was performed in 1991 when then Lieutenant Brown at Rescue One, legendary thing, right? So, I actually had that picture out of Time Life magazine, which some of you are probably going, What the hell's that? on my folder as a in my notebook as a sophomore in high school because I already knew I wanted to be in the fire service, I was already an explorer. But to see that, I was like, man, that's awesome. I used to love just looking at books, and there was no Instagram, YouTube, any of that stuff. Everything was old fire books of photography, of fire photos, mostly New York, Boston, things like that, in libraries, and I would just love just looking at those pictures and looking at Firehouse Magazine and fire engineering. Firehouse Magazine was the big one, and... So much so that I recently updated my subscription to Firehouse magazine, the physical magazine that comes to my house. Just because there's so much stuff in there, and it's just cool to kind of take it back and go, I like to just sit down at night. Yeah, the TV's on with the crew, but I'm just thumbing through this magazine and just looking at things. It's just another medium to take things and learn. But I had that exact picture on my notebook. Now, did I think nearly 20 years later I would be married into that family? No but it was just something that caught my attention and be like, I want to be like that. Am I near that? Not even close, but is it a good goal to aspire to. Anyway. So let me get back here with you, you. And what is your legacy? When you think about it and you're sitting there and you're like, what is the legacy that you want to leave for the fire service, your family or your future family? What is that? What is it that you think is the most important pieces of you, your personality, things that are important to you in life to keep passing on, traditions, values, beliefs? What are those things? But today, I'm going to focus a little bit on family, sure, but mostly this is a fire service podcast, so I'm going to talk about that, but don't think it as, oh, this guy only cares about fire service more than his family. No, there's a ton of stuff I do on the side with my family. That I don't really talk about here. I will talk about something that, and I should write this down because I'll, I don't want to know that I'll come back to it. I'm doing a whole separate podcast with my brother. I'll just talk about it now. Coming up, and it's going to be family-oriented. And it's going to be mostly talking about growing up in Southern California. I just have my one brother who's just a couple years younger than me. Uh, but we're going to talk about family, life, manhood stuff things that are starting to be lost in this world and more of a completely separate, won't even be anything fire service related, but I'll plug it here a tiny bit because it's coming up soon. I've been working on him with the interview stuff and how that's going to go. But basically, we're going to talk about, like I just said, manhood, fatherhood, being married, growing up in Southern California. I'm in my late 40s. My brother's 45. You can imagine we can talk about old movies, 80s, growing up in the 80s, 90s mostly because it's Southern California. We'll talk about that, but that's not going to be the whole thing. My whole point is, is there's so much that you can pass on. Like just having these recordings, I, I look at and go, this is cool. Well, now, if you did something similar and you didn't necessarily want to put it out to the world, but you recorded your thoughts, recorded yourself on videos and stored them and left them for your family, that's huge. Especially with the recent passing of my mom, it's very hard to look at photos. Like it's been over a year now, year and a half. Very hard to look at photos of her still. Just because it just so raw still. But I'm glad I have them. Same thing with voicemails. I don't want to get rid of the voicemails. Now, I don't listen to them, but I know they're there. Now, if you did the same thing for your family or like you just record it, keep them. Imagine that, like your family gets to hear your voice, see you on video. That's going to go a long ways. Anyways, consider it. But what is it that in the fire service side, that you're focused on, that you want people to say, "I learned this from so-and-so," or just your daily actions that you do, where you know, right? We can always be better. We can always do things better, more consistently. That just that alone is passing on what right looks like. But do you have a specific area or niche that you really like and you're kind of hesitant to step out right, and step forward because you put yourself out there that you want to pass on? Maybe you're doing it. And if you're doing it, I applaud you. If you're thinking about it, let me give you a little word of advice. Just do it. It doesn't have to be some grandiose big thing. It can be simple stuff like, Wrapping a, uh, wrapping a handle of a halogen, and people will go, what are you doing? Well, here's what I do. I like to dress it up here. I wrap the handle. It gives me extra grip, a little protection from here. It makes it unique because what we put our color on it, now we know it's ours, and you know things like that. Something as minimal as that to something as big as mentoring, and I'll talk about that in a second here, but start thinking about it. And I know it's probably been in your brain and you're kind of going, well, I don't want to put myself out there. Just do it. The fire service needs it. It will benefit the people that you are willing to enlighten. It is going to make you feel better because you feel like you're giving back. That's ultimately probably one of the most rewarding things. I can sit here and record this, put it out to the world and wait. And all of a sudden people randomly Text me, call me, send a message. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Hey, th- did you consider this? That's huge. Like, does it boost my ego? It's not really an ego thing. It's more of a, I feel like I'm helping, which is ultimately probably why we got into this career. It's just another angle of it. All right. So what kind of legacy are you leaving? Like I said, for your family, like what traditions are you passing on? Beliefs? Uh advice like I'll just say right now I have two daughters they're about to turn 13 and 11 I'm in this crazy pivotal angle right now going where how much do I push how much do I give them how much do I tell them about what life's really like well I'm starting to do that pretty regularly it's not easy having a conversation with your 13 year old daughter about boys and life and then going, holy Christ, I just want to go to work because I don't have to think about it as much because I don't like looking at her and seeing her growing up. I do, but I don't, right? You're like, that's my little girl. And now all of a sudden she's 13, starting to wear a little bit of makeup. You're like, oh, God. Ugh. So I do have that tremendously. Believe me, I just don't talk about it a ton here. But my thing with the fire service is what do you want to leave? Like, what is your thing? What is it that you like to do? Uh, so one of the things that we recently just had was uh, we had an uh, Explorer meeting. Our department has had the Explorer program kind of up and down. And it, uh, oh, let me get away from this fan because it's annoying. <laughs> um. We've had it up and down. It's kind of changed. Things have changed how it works. I'm not getting into that. Anyways, what's happening is it's resurfacing. uh, Seems way more organized, a whole better program. I started out as an explorer. I did it for five years. Great. I'm actually still friends with, these guys are retired now, but we still see them, talk to them, send Christmas cards from guys that taught me what it was like to be in the fire service when I was 16 up until I was 21. That's just how the program worked. Um. You know, I just never really had an interaction with it in my department because it just the program was funky. It just, I don't know, it wasn't my wheelhouse. Now at this point in my life, I'm going. Well, you know what? I think it is good to open up to that level. This program I'm doing is working on people promoting, and I've never really been into because mostly because it's changed. I don't have the right uh, advice anymore on how it is to get hired in the fire service. I know what to say and. what things but the process has changed tremendously i mean not crazy but just enough to where me saying anything is probably not the right information so i don't i don't work in that wheelhouse i mainly deal with people on probation because i have to because i'm given probationary firefighters now uh interns when i was a paramedic we had interns um you know people stop by every once in a while and talk like how do you get into the fire service but i always kind of Nowadays, I I push it to the younger guys because the processes, they just went through it. Uh, But my biggest platform is this one, working with people that are promoting. But now, after talking and and seeing how this thing is, maybe it is better to get involved with younger youth to start shaping them early. Because a lot of things that i learned and still hold on to, the foundation was laid when I was an explorer. So um, we're actually jumping into that. It's going to be a big part of our department. A lot of uh, people are are getting ready to join to help be a part of that, which is great. Uh, But what is that area that you want to help in? Is it something like an Explorer program? Do you even have one with your department? Is it something that you want to take on and and start? Or maybe a a group of you have? And a group of you want to start a program like that? Awesome. Uh, Are you in the realm of wanting to help with recruiting? whether you're a paid department or a volunteer or a mix uh, just getting people hired, talking about interviews and how to take written tests. Uh, do you want to be involved in training? So your department has a training division, recruit classes, however we may do it. Is that where you, the angle you want to work at or the area you want to work in being a probation mentor in ranks even, right? Cause we have you're on probation in ranks even in our department. A lot, you know, the majority is going to be new firefighters on probation, and that's a big piece to help with. So is that your piece that you want to help in? Or is it engineers or drivers or apparatus operators that are new, newly promoted that you want to help in? Find that little niche. Doesn't matter how niched down it is. Just find the one that you want to do. And you kind of become known for that. Now, if you're doing a ton, you're doing all kinds, you're doing all of everything I just mentioned. Well, that's a lot of time commitment, but then you're kind of more broad spectrum, but when it comes down to talk to so-and-so because of this specific niche that you have or honed in craft that you have, just, just kind of feel that out and see what works best for you. Uh, do you want to be a peer mentor, you know, after these people are on probation and then you're like, they're in that weird limbo a couple of years after being on probation and laying that foundation even better towards being a senior firefighter or a level or grade, whatever you have in your department. Uh, Paramedic school. If you have, if you deal with the EMS realm, are you helping people that want to be paramedics, EMTs or something similar to this promotions? Uh, It's a company officer. We even have now I've noticed uh, guys that have retired kind of being mentors and guiding people on how retirement works. I think there's always been that, but now that I'm a little bit closer to it, I, I pick up on it more. Or maybe it isn't, and it's just something new because it can be a little complicated. I'm trying to figure out how retirement's going to go. Uh, we don't, it's not like somebody's standing there waiting to show you, but we have a few people on our job who've retired who really help out with people and getting all their ducks in a row and who to talk to and what it's like after retirement. So, I mean, there's a huge, spectrum and a huge um opportunities for you to pick i'm not saying you have to do any of this but i'm kind of guessing if you're listening to something like this you're not just the average joe who just goes to work in the firehouse and then kind of kicks out you're a little bit already a notch ahead not that you're any better you just look at things differently so what interests you um what is it you know think about it and It can be as simple, like I said, as just doing things every day that you do, of what right looks like, how it is that you check out your rig. Are you wearing your uniform all the time, training, your actions on the fire ground, your skill level? That's huge, too. You'll probably don't even realize that you're already a mentor to some people based on just people watching your actions on the fire ground, in the firehouse, uh, the way you talk, advice that you give. You probably don't even know you're doing it ultimately. So give yourself some credit and think about it and go, you know what? I can take it to this. It's just stepping out there, stepping out there and, and going with it because you're going to have haters. Sure. And any element you're going to have hater. not everybody agrees with everybody. Probably better because then we have differences of opinion in life. So here's my challenge for you. Do I want to ride the, it's the new year, 2024? No, because it just happens to be that I wrote this out at this time. Um, But I'll give it to you as a challenge. And you can tie it to being a new year. But what is that one area that interests you that you haven't committed to, but you've been thinking about it? Seriously, whether it's just little advice that you kick out little clips on Instagram, YouTube, a podcast, or just around the kitchen table. What is it that you want to do? And I challenge you to just make that difference. Put yourself out there, speak up, and say something. Um, you know, can we be 100%, 100%? Hell no. No way. But the older that you get on this road to life, the more you're going to realize people need people. It may not even be fire service related. It could be chaplain, peer support, Um, Life advice. There's so many angles, right, that if you actually sit there and think about all the stuff that we talk about around the kitchen table that's not just fire service related, you might fit into that. People look at you and go, well, I see what right looks like with that person, but they know a ton about this piece of life. Um, that could be your forte as well. All right. So legacy, legendary status. Nobody gives themselves legendary status. And the last thing you ever want, I'm assuming, is to be on a T-shirt or a sign on the freeway. If we can avoid it. Now, it's going to happen. And I would like to say that all of us are going to be safe and we're going to make it through our career. But we know how that works. Just don't be reckless as best you can. Think about what's going on. Train. Train. Be ready for as much as you can be. This is a tough job. You're expected to know a lot, do a lot, uh, put yourself out there. You just never know how it's going to go, but just keep pushing forward. All right. So let's talk about this end of the year recap, kind of what the plans are, and then uh, probably shut it down here for today. Uh, let's see. Another building year, 2023, slow, right? You can't. Keep waiting for me to do something more. Uh, I know I'm not the only podcast out here like this. I keep seeing more and more, and I listen to more and more, and it's great. Uh, So, But a couple things I have clicked up on and kind of gotten it moving is uh, I'm doing paperwork. It's already in the process. Should be wrapping up soon for a DBA. I held off on doing the LLC part because I want to see if this becomes more legit before I fully commit. So I'm just putting my toe in the deep end or, yeah, putting my toe in the water. I'm not jumping in the deep end. Just establishing a DBA, really, it's not a huge commitment, but um, coming up with a a more encompassing company name, which I'll kick out there once everything's done and the ink's dry on the paperwork, but it's going to allow me to do a few things. Not only this, this podcast, my plan is to do a few things here. Uh, I posted it at at the beginning of the year, about a six-week, roughly six-week Zoom class program that I'm going to do. Um. And I'll talk about that here in a second. I do in-person trainings. Going to try to get myself into some more uh, localized or maybe even a little bit bigger, depending on topics that I can handle. Seminars uh, and individual instruction. That kind of is going to be one thing I'm going to push for. Um, And it's not, hey, I can get you promoted. Here's my guarantee. It's not going to be that. It's me talking with you. If you just want somebody to talk to, maybe outside of your department, get opinions on ideas or concepts or how we can do things slightly different, I'm open for that. Um, So more of an individual meet, talk. Obviously, if we're way far from each other, there's so many mediums that we can use, phone, Zoom, FaceTime. If we're local, I'm cool with meeting up. We just got to get our schedules to line up, right? Uh, Let's see. And then on my personal end, just taking classes to make myself better. Taking some classes on just Leadership itself, how to do a podcast better, how to interview people, how to speak better, doing stuff like that on my own too, trying to make myself better. Uh, Let's see. So, the Zoom class I'm talking about, my rough idea is six weeks. So, meet every two weeks. Um, Weekly would be nice. I just got to see if I can pull it off uh, without guaranteeing it and then not doing that because I can't handle that. But right now, my idea is meet every two weeks. They uh, start early February. We'll have one topic, like an operational topic that we just discuss for a little while. Whether it's uh, MCI's uh, Rick, you know, topics that aren't too broad that would just be go on for hours. Just little little topics that are kind of niched down that we can talk about operationally, uh, and then have a leadership component where we just take a concept and discuss a leadership component and maybe some promotional readiness things or more of like a what to expect, uh, get some guests on there that are in different phases of promotion or have been promoted. And then, for lack of a better term, a book club, where we'll, we'll pick a book for that uh, six weeks, you know, it's going to be months, a couple months that this would get stretched out over, uh, where we pick a book, give a certain... Length that we say, okay, read through this to this point, and then we'll discuss it. Something like that, I think, would be cool because it also brings up somebody else's opinion, but we're all talking about it. And then, uh, yeah, that should be how that program rounds out. Make it more of a Zoom. Meet on, say, just an example, Wednesday night at 7 p.m., and we'll go till 8 or 8.30. Stuff like that. Because that seems a little easier where people can do it from their home, obviously, uh, even at work. And they jump off if they got to jump off, and it's just a medium for, for doing that. Uh, let's see. So on that note, if you have any ideas for books that are great, doesn't have to be fire service related can just be anything that has somewhat of a leadership component um, life type nonfiction book that has to do with uh, just making ourselves better. Feel free to send me a message in, uh, on Instagram or email. Every, all the handles and all the stuff will be at the bottom of this with a link. And on the Instagram, it's uh there's a whole link set up for uh link tree and all that stuff. Uh, let's see. So as I wrap this up, I want to, like I said, review on the challenge. What is it? That one area that you've been kind of thinking about that you want to push yourself to do and then go back to something I mentioned at the beginning. Nowadays at being 48, maybe you already think this too, but it just seems like it increases the closer I get to 50. And I've had friends now that are turning 50. So I'm going to 50 birthday parties, 50th birthday parties. Now, when I wake up and just look around, you're almost happy, or you are happy. Like, I'm happy I woke up today. That's, that's a win. That's a positive, right? We've all been on those stories and all been on those calls where the person who's similar or close to your age didn't wake up, whether it was something that they were doing that they probably shouldn't have been, or life, there was a different plan for them. You know, right now, I'm just happy that I wake up. But then it's also getting up, putting your feet on the ground, and then going, what am I doing today? What am I accomplishing? What is the plan for today to move things forward? Because then you start delving into another thing. Here today, gone tomorrow. Now, I'm not going down the morbid path. What I mean is, 30 years goes by fast or however many years you're going to put in the fire service. You're here today. You're gone tomorrow hanging up your gear and you're on to another phase in life. Right. But you also have that component on your family side. What is that legacy that you're going to leave uh, that's going to last forever? Especially those close connections that you have that you want to leave that legacy and your beliefs and thoughts and just kind of like an impression or an imprint on people. What is it what is it that it's going to be? So thank you to all who have reached out over this past year and the past years that have had this platform going. It is amazing to hear from people just saying quick notes of thank you. I like listening to this. This helped me hear, hey, could you talk about this one day? It's amazing. It's amazing the positivity of the brotherhood that's out there that will continue when all of us are gone. But it only happens if we keep making it a priority and talking about it in a positive light. So if you would like individual instruction, like I said, hit me up. We'll work through however your process is for your department or what angle that you need to just propel you forward to promoting. And I don't care if it's just me saying, you can do it. Let's just talk on the phone and and I just put it on speaker and listen to you talk because you just need to rant or get an opinion, I'm down. right? I'll make that work. I got time. As busy as we all are, we can make time for each other. I'll make that happen. Seriously, if it's a text message or a five-minute conversation or a 30-minute, it's all good. How to do that? Instagram, The Fire Officer Project. Just type it out like that. It'll come up. The links are in the bio up above. Instagram um, Email is thefireofficerproject at gmail.com. you got to type it all out. Sorry. But that's what was available. Uh, hit me up there. I even think on my Instagram I need to look. I have it set up to where you can text my phone. Because if you're a weirdo, then I'll just block you. But yeah, you can do that too. I'm totally down with that. Uh, I'm also available to do classes, or putting myself available, I should say, for your department. So if you have somebody, you have a handful of people that want to promote, and you just want an outside opinion over a certain topic, uh, let me know, and we'll build something. We'll make something that would help just kind of break that internal shell. Sometimes I like hearing other people come to our department, too, and just give different opinions. That's the benefit of going to big seminars and conventions, is you hear all these people from different departments. It doesn't matter where they're from what their patch says it's just cool to hear the individual speaking i'm down with doing that too hit me up i know it seems like i'm putting myself out there and i'm just like please please call me uh honestly it's just one of those things internally i'm checking off to say i made myself available and i'm willing to help just make this place a little bit better before it's time for me to go so thank you very much i hope you're having a happy and great new year so far even though we're only 10 days in but feel free to hit me up at all if not if there's any content material or ideas that you want send me a message about that too remember be safe keep moving forward